Hey, what's up, San Diego? This is Pamela Wood. I am reporting for Keeping Day. I'm here with Stay Woke, Anthony Hawkins, who has a clothing line that he just started in San Diego. And he wants to share that with you guys. So tap in with us for a second. Okay? So, Amp, what is the name of your clothing? Stone Diegan. Stone Diegan. Yes. What does that name mean exactly? It it was derived from the name San San Diego, mm-hmm. and also from um, a San Diegan. Right. And so, because I smoke weed, and I know like a lot of the people that I know, they do as well. So I was just like, you know what, SD. I'm a Diegan, I'm a stoner. I go by, I used to go by the name Stony Tone or Tone Stone or, you know, I was just like, you know what? Let me put all this together and start making this all add up. One plus one make two. So, right. and that's what came up with Stone Diegan. Okay, okay, Stone Diegan. I like it, I like it, I like it. So what kind of gear will Stone Diegan put now? Repeat that. What kind of gear will you mm-hmm. put now? Um, right now, I've started with just um, t-shirts um, and hoodies and like sweatsuits. I'm wearing one of the sweatsuits right now. Um, I started with that because one, I like t-shirts. I love t-shirts. And even even when, um, even because I know that they have t-shirts at Walmarts, Targets, you know, those graphic tees and stuff like that. Those mm-hmm. always grab my attention. Every time I go, I'm going straight. Everybody's like, hey, Anthony, where you get your tees from? I get my t-shirt walmart <laughs> and i'm only paying like seven eight bucks for the t-shirt that you think and i'm probably over here paying 20 25 for because at that's at the mall that same exact shirt that's at walmart is 20 25 exactly you know and so i started doing that and i started like i said i started i started just looking at things paying attention to things like that and realizing i had a talent for it and I originally wanted to have this, my own brand. I actually used to have one when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It was called Cali Living. And I had a fallout with the person that I actually started that with. So I stopped it. Cali Living, how old were you when you started that? I was 16. 16 years old? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And it actually, it actually did really well because from my first, from my first sale, when I first did the, t- uh, the tank tops, because it was summertime when I had released it, when I did the tank tops and all that, they actually sold out within the hour of me telling everybody I had them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just like, okay, I definitely wasn't expecting that. So that's that's pretty awesome. Like I'm actually I'm actually proud of that. You know what I mean? Considering that all I did was tell a couple people here, a couple people there. I posted it, and when I put po- that's what it was. When I posted it and I posted the picture, everybody's just like, I need that. I need that. I need that because they came in black or white. But it was the West Coast hand, but the West Coast hand had the California flag with the California bear on it going through it. Oh, that's dope. And you then have, underneath you have it, to revive that design. I'm I'm going to trust me. I'm going to because I I, I, I work in his mouth. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's that. It's all in the works. It's all in the works. And so with that i was just like you know i started making a bunch a bunch a bunch of designs so like a lot of the designs that you're going to see from me mm-hmm. are actually going to be recreations of what i originally had that's going to be dope that's going to be dope the one thing that i recommend that you do and this is from a business standpoint older sister talking auntie whatever you want to call me but what you should do make sure you copyright everything so can't nobody be taking this stuff 
Yes, man. You that's know, exactly. People, stuff. people do that. Exactly. Can't nobody take my stuff. Can't nobody. are all copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Every last one. You can look them up at the Library of Congress eight days a week. So make sure you copyright your stuff. Um. So you were, we we got to talk and we had like a pre-conversation, and mm-hmm. during that conversation, you said that you lost your father at a really young age. Yes. Um. How does that tie into your clothing? What it so the way it actually ties in is because when I was 14, I, I started having these these ideas of like a clothing line and like T-shirts and just like all this stuff that I was like starting to start grabbing that was starting to grab my attention as I was starting high school. Mm-hmm. And so when I had started high school, I actually started at Lincoln High School when it opened in 2007. That same year, I want to say not not that same year, actually. Yeah, it was that same year. Yeah, it was that same year. It was my freshman year. That same year, not even two months in, my father was killed. And so when that happened, it took all my attention away from everything that I was doing, everything that I used to be, everything that I was, who I was. It just, it was ripped out of me. I was robbed of my old self when that happened. And so I, in turn, I gave up on my clothing line, even though I shouldn't have, but I did. And the reason I did was because I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the same drive. I didn't even have the same focus to do what I wanted to do. I didn't even care. I didn't even care whether I was going to see the next day at that point. So if I don't even care if I'm going to see the next day, why would I care about a clothing line? Wow, that's nuts. And so later on, I ended up, Going back when I turned 16 and I um, I started doing a Cali Living clothing line and then I had a fallout and then I stopped doing that one and then I drifted away from it. But I started seeing all these other people started coming up with stuff. It was one that was that I actually joined. It was called Elite Kings and they were doing that for a little while. And even with that, I was on the design team. I was designing a lot of our designs that we were wearing. And so I stopped doing that because the guy, he just like stopped responding and he just stopped being like as he's he lost his drive. Basically is the best way to put that. He lost his drive. He had almost about 10 people that he was that he had as models and that were promoting and that was doing everything on top of whatever he was doing. Mm -hmm. So he had himself and a whole 10 player team. And. Once he lost his drive, the team lost theirs. And I lost my interest in it. Whoa, that's messed up. And so I gave up on that. And so I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm about to just stop doing clothing lines for a little bit. I'm just, (laughs) I'm going to just focus on my graphics and I'm going to just do my graphics. And so I started getting better at that. And then life just kept happening. So I started getting better and better. I started making rest in peace pictures. I started making random stuff. I started making a lot of your work in the community. That's pretty, pretty awesome. So, you know, I appreciate it too. Thank you. Thank you. And um, so a lot of it is just, a lot of it is actually driven behind pain. A lot of what I've made, what I've made. So that's why a lot of it, it, it's really sticks to maybe like one to two colors because of where I came from what happened, how it happened, what it was behind, who I am, where I came from, all of that. So it's like my color palette is very limited and I'm learning that I need to open that up too. <laughs> That's another thing. Limited to right now. 
right now my color palette is limited to red black gray and gold and maybe a green here and there and if it has to do with the stone diegan then it's going to be navy blue orange and white oh still those are dope colors i have a question though yes how do you have a stoner clothing line with no green in it <laughs> See, and that and that Gotta and, have green. <laughs> and so that's when I got smart with that because somebody else asked me that same question. And so that's when I got smart with it. And I was just like, you know what? If everything that I'm doing, it may not have green in it, but somewhere in here, I'm going to start throwing it in there. Or even I might have a person have a spliff in their hand. Like one of my designs, it's in the house. I should have wore it. But um, one of my designs, it actually has a hand and it's holding a blunt. And so what I started doing with that was I told people if they order that and they wanted it, they want the words in red or they want them in blue or they want them in green or just let me know. And I'll do them in that color versus my red. You know what I mean? I'll try to personalize it for you, even, you know, and that's another thing that I've done with this brand. And that's another thing that a lot of people probably won't do. But it's something that I figure if you want people to really gravitate towards you and you want people that really have interest, another way that you can do it is make that design about them as well yes it's your brand yes never take your brand out of it but maybe throw their name on it too so like okay for example if i put my logo on the back of it and then i could put like your name like on the front of it on like in, you know like that type of way and yeah, so uh, that way i i've basically personalized it for you and i still get my representation but with your name on it exactly if that makes sense that's cool you know and so actually and what i've gotten from that is i've actually gotten a lot of great feedback from that and i actually a lot of people are actually requesting that versus just having it say either just stone diegan on it or just a random not a random picture but just having a picture and nothing else they actually prefer that and so that's i was just like okay that's pretty cool that's really cool that's cool that's that's showing another uh brand some love or just the individual some love by mm -hmm. personalizing their 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 products and that's how i also make them that's also how i show my appreciation to them as well on top of saying thank you and everything else you know what i mean but you know people people want to feel like they're a part of something you know what i mean and if i'm coming to you and i'm about to spend money and just keep spending money and keep spending money and keep spending money i'm a i'm gonna want to feel like i'm a part of this not like that but you know what i mean like make me feel like i want to come back you right. know what I mean? And in my mind, I feel like that's another way to make a person come back is if they can have their name on something you make, you know what I mean? And just let them rep it the way they want to represent it. Exactly. It's their, they, they're the one wearing it. So exactly. Mm -hmm. like, they want to rep it. Yes, ma'am. Um, so you said that you wanted to discuss the movement. Yes. Oh my gosh. There's so much going on. <laughs> I wanted to, to kind of touch on the, um, the uh, well, I don't want to get too much into the elections, but I mean, how are you feeling about everything that's going on, like with the elections and the community and you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. How it pertains uh, to the um, Realistically, the way that I see it is, we just have to take this day by day now, literally. Because 
because it seems like, I mean, yes, we had a black president and I will never take that from this country. I will never take that or discredit that ever. But what I will say is from him down from the, from him to Trump to, to what we have now, everything's been a shit show one way or the other. I just really one way or the other didn't matter who was in the office. It didn't matter what it was about or who it pertained to one way or the other. That's what it was. And at this point, how much more are we going to keep dealing with that? You know what I mean? At some point, it's just like, okay, yes. We have two more months of it. We have two more months of it. And I mean, they are really, it's like every time you get a fire out in one room of the house, here come another one. Fire is lit. Yeah. So it might be two or three lit in that same room. Who knows? Today there were four or five lit. (laughs) Man, I'm trying to tell you. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into politics. But what I would like to, um, you're you're in the fourth district in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. So you're Southeast, born and bred. Yes. Okay, so you know local hip hop, right? Yes, ma'am. Um, who is your all time favorite San Diego hip hop artist? That's a good question. I actually have like two or three, to be honest. <laughs> it's not just one. Top three. But, um, my top three right now, believe it or not, it's Mitchy. One of them is Mitchy Slick. It will always be Mitchy Slick because of when course, I grew up, everybody's favorite. When I grew up, granted, my father was who he was. He was from Skyline, this and that, and the third. I also have family who's from Lincoln Park too. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, you know what I mean. My dad, he didn't really listen to like a lot of like San Diego artists. So when I get around my family who's from Lincoln, you know, the first thing that they're listening to is Mitchie Slick. My favorite song to this day by Mitchie Slick is Triggeration Station. That is my favorite song because that is a true Southeast story. Oh. In my opinion. Okay. And then my second artist would be I want to say Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Yes, I'm gonna say Marty McFly, and the reason I, don't I say know Marty who McFly. that is. Let me write that down. Marty McFly. Yes, and as a matter of fact, he has a billboard down in Encanto right now. What? I need to with slide. his with his album on it. I grew up in Encanto. Yes, ma'am. He there. Yes, ma'am. He definitely has right there where they um where the um where the mosque is, but it's before it. It's right there, literally, ne- it's right there on, you know, that billboard that's on top of that liquor store right there? Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's that okay. billboard. All right. Um, I don't know. I can't say a favorite song right now. Actually, no, I don't have a favorite song by him because I like all his music. I like it all because right. every song is different. No two songs are the same. And that's one thing I can say about him is somebody who should be on a higher pedestal than what he's at right now. No two songs are alike. Not one. I was just going to ask what sets him apart, but no two songs are alike. That's that's unique for a San Diego artist because we have a certain sound. You know what I'm saying? And he cre- and he's a part of one of those people who created that sound. Mm-hmm. He comes out of the the Eastern District. And okay. so a lot of like a lot of the slang that you hear in Skyline and in in, in in Canto and in that side of San Diego comes from people like him. Okay. <laughs> so, I wanted to to kind of touch on 
the um the uh, well i don't want to get too much into the elections but i mean how are you feeling about everything that's going on like with the elections and the community and you know what i mean how it pertains to the um realistically the way that i see it is we just have to take this day by day now literally because because it seems like i mean yes we had a black president and i will never take that from this country i will never take that or discredit that ever but what i will say is from him down from the from him to trump to to what we have now everything's been a shit show one way or the other i just really one way or the other, it didn't matter who was in the office, it didn't matter what it was about or who it pertained to, one way or the other, that's what it was. And at this point, how much more are we going to keep dealing with that? You know what I mean? It's like every time you get a fire out in one room of the house, here come another fire one. Fire is lit, yeah. So every not, five, it might be two or three lit in that same room. Who knows? Today there were four or five lit. <laughs> Man, I'm it was a tell you. Lit. Anyway, I don't want to get too much into politics, but what I would like to, um, you're, you're in the fourth district in San Diego, right? Mm-hmm. So you're Southeast born and bred. Yes. Okay. So you know local hip hop, right? Yes, ma'am. Um, who is your all-time favorite San Diego hip hop artist? That's a good question. I actually have like two or three, to be honest. <laughs> it's not just one. Top three. But, um, my top three right now, believe it or not, it's Mitchy. One of them is Mitchy Slick. It will always be Mitchy Slick because of when course, I grew up, everybody's favorite. When I grew up, granted, my father was who he was. He was from Skyline, this and that, and the third. I also have family who's from Lincoln Park too. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, you know what I mean. My dad, he didn't really listen to like a lot of like San Diego artists. So when I get around my family, who's from Lincoln, you know, the first thing that they're listening to is Mitchie Slick. My favorite song to this day by Mitchie Slick is Triggeration Station. That is my favorite song because that is a true Southeast story, in my opinion. Okay. And then my second artist would be, I want to say Marty McFly. Marty McFly. Yes, I'm gonna say Marty McFly, and the reason I, don't I say know Marty who McFly. that is. Let me write that down. Marty McFly. Yes, and as a matter of fact, he has a billboard down in Encanto right now. What? I need with his me. with his album on it. I grew up in Encanto. Yes, ma'am. He there. Yes, ma'am. He definitely has right there where they um where the um where the mosque is, but it's before it. It's right there, literally, it's right there on, you know, that billboard that's on top of that liquor store right there? Mm-hmm. It's right there. It's that okay. billboard. All right. That's um, dope. I don't know. I can't say a favorite song right now. Actually, no, I don't have a favorite song by him because I like all his music. I like it all because okay. every song is different. No two songs are the same. And that's one thing I can say about him is somebody who, should be on a higher pedestal than what he's at right now. No two songs are alike. Not one. I was just going to ask what sets him apart, but no two songs are alike. That's that's unique for a San Diego artist because we have a certain sound. You know what I'm saying? And he create and he's a part of one of those people who created that sound. 
he comes out of the the eastern district and okay. so a lot of like a lot of the slang that you hear in skyline and in in, in in canto and in that side of san diego comes from people like him okay all right i'll take that i'm someone's son. and then my third person i would definitely have to say is black mikey Oh yeah, he gets it in. Yes, yeah. I haven't. Um, I started listening to Black Mikey. I want to say about a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and after I had listened, started listening, really listening to him, he, I started realizing a lot of what he was talking about. I've actually seen some of that. I've heard it a lot of it. You know what I mean? But him being from an older generation, you know, I still understood that. But a lot of things are similar, but a lot of things are different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From his generation to mine's, you know what I mean? And from his side of the town, which is the South side to my side of the town, which is low Africa. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like every, uh, there's a lot of things that are the same. A lot of us grew up together. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't know about the San Diego connection out here. A lot of people do not realize that a lot of us who, who, who indulged ourselves into that world, the gangbang world, mm-hmm. we actually, if you know your history of San Diego, as far as what I was told and what I grew up knowing, mm-hmm. the Damus and the Parus all grew up on Santa Margarita together back in the 80s and the 90s. A That's lot what of I know. Santa Margarita. Yeah, and there was, and there was too. And there, I would never Ghost take Town that. Right down on exactly. You had Ghost Town right around there. You know what I mean? So it was a lot that was going on right there. You know what I mean? And so but that's why the four corners are the four corners because exactly. everybody that's like a, a place for every set a hot spot. It's every literally shop, you got brain cat. It's predominantly it's Lincoln Park, but that's where all everybody the- else comes over there too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you you catch me at I mean, I'm not a gang member, I've never been a gang member, but my brothers were always on yeah. Santa Barbara and Groveland and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it was never. Um, I was always privy to all of those areas. You good? Yeah. Looking over your shoulder, bro. Don't be. No, I'm, no, I'm just outside, so you know I'm outside. So you gotta know. be careful. Gotta be. Cautious. I, it, I, I don't care if I'm standing in front of my house. I don't care if I'm standing in front of somewhere that I'm safe. I'm always going look over my shoulder because a sound. You never know what a sound could be. It might just be nothing. It could be a cat. It could be a bird. It could be a lizard. Yeah, or it could be a person ready to do something. I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. I was raised <laughs> right there. I used to, when I was a kid, I would go down to the Four Corners, this taco shop, after midnight. Mm. My mother worked at night, and me and my younger sister were so terrible. We were bad. Oh, my God. We were wayward girls. But um, we would sneak out the house. Me, my sister Chrissy, and my cousin Tish would all sneak out the house and go to the taco shop on the Four Corners where I stick drink at. Get us some taco shop, go down to my brother's spot, threaten to call our mom or just stay there all night, but he gave us some money. And then yeah. um, go home, do it all again the next day. Southeast, mm. back in the 80s and 90s, was a trip. Where yeah. it, it's peaceful now compared to how it was when I was. Oh, yeah. Yep, and that's what I tell people all the time. Hell, you, did, you take it back to 2007, 2007, 2008 was the end of technically gangbanging in San Diego. If you really know San Diego, that was the real ending of the real gangbanging. Not this shit now. I'm talking about what it was before you know, what it is now. Gangsters. 
Yeah, all these cyber gangsters and all that, all that Facebook, all yeah, 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 skinny jeans and all that shit. Yeah, no, not that. I'm talking about the the dope pushers and the in the big steak sauce, stay soft, legendary. You know yeah. that that. Yeah, you know what I mean. They the were people that we walk around here, the people we walk around here paying our respects to, and you know the reasons why we can wear red flags and burgundy flags and gray flags and all all the flags for that matter. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things that, that I really respect about what's going on in the community is the 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 older brothers coming together, being the um, the council in the community, like really really trying to to create a stop the violence, keep the peace type movement. Like yeah. they're aware yes. of. I think they're they've become more aware of the cost of being a gang member. Mm -hmm. or, a sorry, lot. The cost of being a gang banger, because yeah. when you're banging, it's one thing. When you're a gang member, it's you're just different. a member of a group of men who come from your area. But when you're banging, you're tripping and carrying on. Yeah, you're doing the most. Yeah, and that when that's what a lot of people don't even realize that there's a lot of people don't even know that there's a difference. They all think it's all the same thing. Oh, I'm a gang member. No, you're not. You sir are a gang banger. I, sir, am a gang member. There's a difference. Exactly. And, and, <laughs> and um, the other people who don't get it are law enforcement. They don't yeah. They don't understand the difference. And if they document you, they take that as a um, a green light to mess with you all the time. Yeah. 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 So that, that, that stuff sucks. That sucks. That needs to change. That needs to change for sure. It's scary because my son, he went to Mount Miguel in one of the um, vice principals said, I heard your son saying blood and he said it in front of the sheriff. I haven't checked to see if he got documented or not yet, but it's crazy. It's crazy the way they do us. So yeah. you said you wanted to know about um, about the machines, the heat press, the silkscreen machines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have all of those. You know how to use them? Yeah, I've been, that's, that's how I did this. I, I, oh, that is so dope. I did my hood, my hood. On this side of my hood, it says stay. And then on that side, it says woke. I did my pants right here. Oh. And then I also did back, the back of my, um the back of my sweater too. So you're going to come and show me how to use my machine, right? Yes, ma'am. You're not going to play. Mm -mm. No, ma'am. I've been doing this. I honestly, I've been using these machines for a while now. Cause, like I said, I I learned, I learned how when I learned how to do this, I was actually working in Encanto at a store called The Avenue. Shout out to my boy Julio. Um, he was the owner of the store, The Avenue. Mm -hmm. He also taught me how to print my own shirts, how to heat press, how to cut the vinyl. I mean, how to cut, how to cut, how to print, how to press. He taught me how to use the the um, the, the, the the I think it's an app. I think it was that was on the computer. He taught me how to use that, mm -hmm. you know. And so he had me pressing up a lot of shirts that said "pushing" on them, and a lot of those pushing shirts actually went around San Diego for the for I want to say for the past couple years. From I want to say two thousand maybe eighteen, if not two thousand eighteen, two thousand seventeen. But till now, um, you know what I mean? I didn't print them, I didn't print them up for all kinds of people. I didn't have some shirts that I didn't design for him as well. You know what I mean? 
and he gave me opportunity. I came with a design and we put it in there and it sold at um <clears throat> at, at the Encanto Street Fair. That oh. that actually Smurf. I don't know if everybody knows who Smurf is, but Smurf is the guy who owns the nerd water. Oh. And the uh the what's the word nerd um clothing line. Mm-hmm. He actually had a big part in bringing us the Encanto Street Beer back. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I talked to my boy Julio, who worked at, at the Avenue, because that was going to be his first, I guess, his first appearance at the Encanto Street Beer. And I was just like, you know what? Let me come with an Encanto t-shirt. I went and so what I did was I went and I found an old, old, old picture from back in the day of the original Encanto of how it used to look. And so I took that picture, I made it black and white, mm-hmm. and I had them, I had I had it put on a shirt, and so we sold out of it. And so there's people to this day still trying to get one of those shirts, and we haven't made none since. Oh, yeah. There were only four. I went to Encanto <laughs> Elementary School. That is where I grew up. I might like, have to make one. Ride horses and playing in canyons and stuff. Yeah. I grew it's, up right there. Right there, there's a house right on the corner. Mm-hmm. So you know where the park is in Kansas yep. Park? There's mm-hmm. the park in the elementary school. Yep. If you go up to, I think it's 69th or Broadway, up to Clover. Mm-hmm. I used to live on the corner. That was my grandparents' house. It used to be a vacant lot and a big house. Now it's two houses side by side. Boy, yeah. I had I had the best childhood. <laughs> like those kids would be playing Indians. And uh, Cowboys and Indians on, you know, just playing. We had horses. Yeah. But anyways, so the shirt has old Encanto on it, like the old neighborhood. Yeah. The old. So what it is, is it's a picture of an old, old, you know, those cowards. I don't know if it's the back of a kidnapper van or if it's just a minivan or but it's some kind of van from back in the day. Mm-hmm. A old one of those older vans that you that that I want to say that the that they would do a lot of I want to say maybe if it wasn't the kidnapper vans it might be the ones that they do a lot of shooting out of one of those type of vans that mm-hmm. had the little slide sliding side door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and it's going down the street but above it is the sign that says um, you remember that uh, I think those signs are still down there but it's those street signs that say the the word encanto on them it has that is going underneath that and then it has a um 62nd wow. street sign wow and so the picture and you could tell that the picture was from way way back in the day because the original picture is it's it's real real old you know what i mean and so when i black when i made it black and white it just made it even older and pop exactly and so i was just like you know what this is this is pretty awesome as a matter of fact, I think I got one in the house too. To be, I have, have to one. Send it to me so I can um, put it in the interview. Display okay. it the, with the voiceover of you describing it. Okay, I can definitely do that. So where and do people then, get your designs from? Where do I get them? I make so them. So where can like if I wanted to purchase your design, could I go to your website? Where would I be able to purchase? Oh, them? um. I would just make one or I could, if, if it's one that I have that I've already made, then um, I'll just send it to you. Okay. So, so for the general public, like for anybody watching this interview, if they wanted to get one of your designs, where would they go? 
they can go to my Facebook right now. That I would say Facebook, my Facebook is probably the only place unless you go, unless you follow me on Instagram. Cause, but I have one too many. I have one for photography. I have one for the stay woke brand. I have one for my stone Diegan brand. And then I have one also that I'm doing for my print and press business that I'm trying to start because what I'm trying to do with that is I'm really trying to start a black print and press company. And I've never seen that nowhere in my life. I've never heard of it. I've never seen it. And I know for one, one yes. Do you mean for shirts? Yeah. Yeah. For t-shirts. And I know for one thing, I know I've never seen that ever. I mean, I've, they're probably out here. They're probably out here somewhere, but I know I personally, every t-shirt store I've ever gone to that I've seen people pressing, I've never seen a black person working there until I worked until I worked at the one in Encanto. But other than that, I personally have never seen it or even heard of it. There's, so, a, brother. there's, huh? a, there's a brother in San Diego. His name is Dorian Alupa. I don't know how to say his last name. I never could say it. But Dorian, also known as Street Soldier. Yeah. Um, I she, he had his own shop with all his shirts in it. And good shirts for other people. I don't know if he opened the shop back up or not, but he mm-hmm. had he had a nice little store with a bunch of stuff in it that he all made by him. So it does happen. It has happened. If you need mentoring, he's the person mm-hmm. to go to him. He'll mentor you. He'll, he's a good dude. Because I was just like, you know, my my whole reason behind wanting to even do that is is because, you know, I'm tired of giving everybody else my dollar when I know I could do the same thing myself. Good Literally. Good. That's smart. That, that, that's the way we have to be as a community. We can't keep buying into what everybody else is selling. We exactly. can't keep doing that. We can't keep drinking the Kool-Aid, Anthony. We mm, just I'm can't keep drinking the Kool-Aid. We have we got to make our own and drink our own. Exactly. That's what we got to do. Anyway, um, Spin real. I have another interview to do now. Grinding. Keep it real. And always keep it Dago. Stay woke, y'all.